Let's Cover That podcast is brought to you by CMNF Group, professional liability services for over 200 healthcare professions. Visit our website at cmfgroup.com slash podcast for more info. Hey, everybody. Will Sullivan here with another episode of Let's Cover That with my co-host, Antonina Agruza. And today we have with us Scott Sauerbeer, the Vice President of Business Development at Ally. Thanks for joining us today, Scott. Oh, it's my pleasure. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. So, Scott, tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to healthcare. Sure, it's my pleasure. Thanks again for having me. Um, so, I've been in direct sales for, gosh, I hate to say it, over 30 years now. I spent a large portion of that really in the sustainability industry, the waste and recycling. I had the ability to follow a CEO I've worked with over a period of decades into the healthcare space. Really, it was kind of an opportunity to help him get a company up and running, formulate a sales team. And literally within the first week of entering this, where I clearly knew nothing about software or healthcare previously, absolutely fell in love with the industry. So became very passionate about understanding how companies can help agencies and registries with compliance requirements helping them with software solutions to streamline their business and operations and make them compliant so they can be a contributing factor to the health and benefit of those that are in need of home care. Cool. Yeah. So why, why don't you give us, Scott, you know, you kind of jump into it, you know, just a background about, you know, what Ally does and, and what is that, that home care industry? You're talking about the registry, you know, so what's the registry model in, in home care and, and how does Ally kind of step into that? Great question. So it is a very unique uh, industry in that as far as registries are concerned and where does Ally fit into that, Ally is the only software and billing platform exclusively built just for the home care industry. So Ally helps registries manage clients, refer caregivers, and collect dispersed payments to all of them just in one system. Uh, we simplify the operations, help maintain the independent contractor 1099 workers classification status. There's a lot of pressure right now with the current administration challenging what is the correct definition for an independent contractor. And we help go ahead and put the registries in the right level of compliance. In fact, we've helped defend three firms recently go through the proper classification uh, status of how to pr uh, protect those caregivers and protect the registry, creating delineation between the two. Yeah. So speaking about protecting the registries, what are, what would you say are the top five things a registry owner should consider? So Anthony, that's a great question. Uh, the real key is consistency, right? So when they run an operation as a registry, they can often feel uh, very overwhelmed. Uh, it is a bit of a complication if you don't create consistency in that process. And one of the quickest ways to meet that is to get clear on the terminology. So terminology being the right level of uh, reference to the caregivers. So avoid being the employer is the number one concern for a registry. And that starts with the vocabulary, updating internal documents for forms like registration form to caregiver profile. You want to make sure you don't use words that would lend itself to be deemed the employer, right? So omitting terms like shift to describe caregiver client activity and create a linguistic barrier from looking like the caregiver's employer. Uh, review the company's websites, the registry's websites, their collateral, 
business cards, job descriptions for the staff, and quote, job postings for caregivers, all, for, all with regards to the operational forms. That's one. Another one would be train the office staff. In the event of an audit, investigators usually will interview both you, the registry owner, as well as the office staff. Uh, it's important for the registry owners to hold internal meetings to ensure and role play uh, that the common mistakes that happen as it relates to talking about the business. So for example, that your office is a referral business, not a home care business, and to avoid language that implies employment or refer to caregivers as quote, our caregivers. That's a real key thing. So if an auditor or even someone should just call in randomly, make sure they don't refer to them as our caregivers, refer them as to the caregivers for which the cases are referred to. So that's number two. Uh, just a few more. So number three would be caregivers take the lead. Remembering that the caregivers are independent contractors. Under definition, they're responsible for their own profit and loss as it relates to that. Caregivers really need to be able to take the lead as it relates to negotiating their rates, negotiating their schedules, and working directly with the client. Uh, the interactions um, are really key, and the Ally platform helps allow the registry owner to monitor the status of those visits as opposed to directing the visits. The fourth one is find legal counsel. There are some good law firms that specialize in supporting the registry industry. Federal Department of Labor, state-specific guidelines, they are all varying, and you need to really find an expert that focuses on the healthcare industry to support them. And then the last one, utilizing third party for payments. So during an audit, one of the first things an auditor looks at is the flow of funds. In many cases, if the home care registry is not collecting and dispersing payments, the audit's often concluded. So while many factors determine the worker classification, being able to point out that you do not collect payment from the families nor pay the caregiver puts the registry in a very strong position of compliance. And that's something that Ally steps up and performs. So not only are we a software solution helping streamline that process for the registry, we also do the billing and collection for the registry. So that's a huge burden from uh, expense. And then we perform as a third party administrator, the payments to the caregiver, and then also the registry, their fees. That's really, really great, Scott. It's, it's interesting, especially for this industry with healthcare where everybody's gained, you know, you have burnout, people want to be more entrepreneurial. They want to work the hours they want to work. And it's cool to have the number of platforms going out there to facilitate that direct interaction with clients or patients. Um, when, when you look at it from your end, you know, what, what are the next stage, you know, milestones for an organization like you? you? You're already doing the billing transaction. You're you're giving feedback on how to, you know, keep them within the labor standards, you know, out of federal and state governmental, you know, concerns and help these businesses grow. What, what are new milestones that you're looking to add for these registries, the caregivers, you know, the, the clients to kind of continue to build forward and stay ahead of the curve? in the home care that, industry? That's a good question, right? So in my professional experience, the best way to be successful is to continue to reinvent yourself. So you don't allow the competition to come in and creep in. You don't want to dilute anything relative to what your value proposition is in the marketplace. Excuse me. So one of the things that I'm personally responsible for 
is creating what we call connected service partners. Avant has become one of our most recent partnerships through the supply of occupational accident insurance. This further allows the caregiver to insulate themselves and quantify themselves as their own source of employment, right? So as an independent contractor, I work for myself, I'm responsible for my own profit loss. Under the guidelines of the proposed language for what defines an independent contractor, it clearly states in the fine print that any person who insures themselves further delineates themselves as an independent contractor. That's a key and pivotal explanation to help define that circumstance. There again, it's an extension taking them away from ever being deemed the employer of the registry. So as we add and look to bring on more connected service partners, like Avant for OAI, we're also looking into partnerships with professional liability insurance. We're looking to bring on partnerships for uh, on-demand pay, earned, earned wage access would be another word. So we're working on things like that. These are just tools that allow the registry to engage our services for daily operations, right, with the software solution, monitoring visits, providing communications to the uh, patient's family or the patient themselves through our client portal, and then allowing communication between the web-based platform and the mobile app so they can at least communicate with the caregivers and provide them available shifts. And that's another key ingredient to our source solution is with the Ally platform, the registry owner can make shifts available or demonstrate to them what shifts are available in their area. And then the caregivers at their own selection can say, yeah, I'll accept that shift or I'll decline that shift. Again, all meeting the necessary both state and federal compliance requirements. Yeah, and that's, that's really cool. And it just gives like a, so like a quick, you know, understanding for people like the professional liability aspect is the caregiver goes into a home, they're working with a patient, a client, you know, there's certain questions of like negligence if something happens, that's, that's where that comes in into play. But then, you know, the OAI or occupational accident insurance is another aspect of insulating because it's, it's, it's essentially the equivalent for a 1099 of what workers comp is for people to understand, you know, when you're with an employer, there's mandated almost everywhere nationally, they have to have people on your workers compensation plan if they get hurt on the job. But then when they're 1099, in order to keep that arm's length set up, like, like you guys do, you need one of those, you know, third party assists, you know, for value add to continue to delineate in the fine print, like you said, Hey, if they get hurt on the job, but the job's their job and they're extended away from the registry properly, you know, that's the workers comp, you know, um, similarity with occupational accident insurance. Yeah, I've talked to several larger registries, uh, both up in the Northeast and in Florida, and they've told me point blank, they will not refer a case to a caregiver who doesn't have these insurances. And I remind registry owners, it's still your business too. You have the authority and you have the opportunity to determine how you manage risk within your business. If you want to refer cases to caregivers that don't have OAI, occupational accident or professional liability, you can certainly do that. But registries that do choose to refer cases to caregivers that do have preferably both coverages helps mitigate any exposure that a registry owner may have as a result without engaging caregivers that have that. So again, I strongly encourage it. 
Uh, we support it through the Ally platform. Uh, I, I think it's definitely helps both insulate the registry owner from any litigious claims, but also helps them from a compliance standpoint too. So it's kind of a win-win. Amazing, really amazing work. I feel that, you know, Ally is providing such a seamless opportunity for registries and the healthcare providers within them, you know, to protect themselves and, you know, provide care. So Scott, before we end our podcast, do you have any parting notes for the registries and providers listening today? I definitely encourage them to seek counsel, number one. That's really important to make sure they understand their current situation. Uh, they can understand their current process. I often encourage registries to take a step back for self-reflection, right? It's so easy and we all get wrapped up in our daily functions. It's, it's sometimes hard to uh, hit the pause button, if you will, to really understand, are there any vulnerabilities in my business? Do I have the right nomenclature? Meaning, am I using the right words? Does my website say and talk about my caregivers? If I'm a referral service, that's probably not a good choice of words. Um, we also offer really consultative services. So if a registry is unsure where they stand or what they're doing or how they're processing these, you'd be surprised at how many registries will say, well, I've been doing it that way for 20 years. I'm just fine. Yeah, you may have been you know, dodging the bullet for 20 years, but I can assure you it's sort of a matter of when as opposed to if you may have to have a circumstance that really requires you to utilize a third-party administrator. And we do that successfully day in and day out. And again, just encourage anyone, if they're not sure, just to contact us. There's no cost for a conversation. And we welcome the opportunity to help tell them where there may be some pitfalls and how we can help shore that up for them. That's really great. Thank you so much for the service you're doing for, for registries, the caregivers themselves, as they kind of continue you know, to really be entrepreneurial and provide the care we all need um, in home. So thank you. We're, well, we're, thank you. We're excited to be a part of the solution for the home care businesses, for the registries, for the referral services. And most importantly, in the end, it's about providing the highest level of care that care recipients can receive while still in their homes. I think in the end, as long as we all have that as our goal, and we're doing our job. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, thank you, Scott. And that's another episode of Let's Cover That.